Hey, Cricket customers, Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Phone plan streams in standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details. What's going on, everybody? Come on in. It is Saturday night, 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern. Going to do a quick preview of tomorrow's message. It's the last message in our series, Another Love TKO. It's going to be amazing. Come on in. Let me know where you are watching from. LWS, um... You know, like, well, it's Instagram. You can't like the video. But let me know where you're watching from. Speak to me. Let me know where you are watching from. Come on in and let me know where you are watching from. Aurora, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Pray you've had an amazing week. Pray you've had a great February. Atlanta, good to see you. Aurora, Atlanta, good to see you. We got the A's in the house. Peace up. Peace down down. We got a lot of Atlanta in the house. Got a lot in the house. Good evening, everybody. Let me know where you are watching from. Aurora, good to see you. Tell me where you are watching from. Jersey, Jersey, good to see you. Omaha, good to see you. Atlanta, good to see you. New York City, good to see you. Aurora. So listen, uh, downtown Denver, awesome. So listen, everybody, we have been uh, in this amazing series all month uh, called Another Love TKO. Um, And how many of you, if you've been following the series, wave at me if the series has helped you in your relationships, in any type of relationship, whether it's friendship, romantic relationship, your marriage, uh, what have you. Wave at me if it's helped you. And would you tell me how it's helped you? And for those of you like, Bishop, I have not been in on the series. I've not heard about the series until now. Florida, good to see you. And guess what I would like for you to do? Get our app. All you have to do is text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746, and then you'll be able to get our app. And when you get our app, you'll be able to stay connected um, to everything related to Harvest, and uh, and it'll be amazing, all right? So you want to make sure that you get our app. Jacksonville, good to see you. How has it helped you? Talk to me. How has it helped you? How has it helped you um, in terms of your relationships and all of that? How has it helped you? How has it helped you? Talk to me. Re- uh, reevaluating. This is good, all right? This is good. How has it helped you? How has it helped you? How has it helped? Why am I saying that past tense? How? Yes, yes. How has it helped you? All right, you know. All right, Aurora. It opened my eyes to how people are. Good. I also hope it opened your eyes to how you are, because um, the Bible says, "Out of the abundance of the heart, um, does the mouth speak." The scripture also says this. It says, "Guard your heart um, above all things, for out of it flow the issues of life." When you break that. Um, verse down in Hebrew, the language of our Old Testament, what it actually means is it literally means this. It means pay attention. You ready? Pay attention uh, to everything going on. That's good. It means this. Pay attention to everything going on uh, with your heart. Your heart is your mind because out of it um, is the extent, the tutsa in the Hebrew of your life, which means everywhere you look, there you are. I'm going to say that again. Everywhere you look, there you are. I'm going to say it a third time. Everywhere you look, there you are. Isn't that deep? Um, The significance of that, I think, is super, super uh, important because at the end of the day, uh, for many people, 
Um, the thought is it's people, it's people, it's people, it's people, but really it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you. So that's good. All right. It helped me open my eyes. That's good. Shalom to you. Um, bless me in so many ways. I loved in the wrong way, but now I'm loving better, communicating more. Show me that I have loved both correctly and incorrectly. Soften my heart. Loss of self-awareness. Good. Self and circle exploration. This is good. Help me with my relationship with my mom. That's great. All right. What else? Y'all talk to me. I'm, I'm going through these comments real deep. Um, all right. One blood, Jesus. That's great. But that's not an answer to my question. Answer my question for me. My question is, how has the series uh, that we've been in helped you? I've never had idea about love. I never had any idea about love before this series. It's good. Cause me to reflect on self and evaluate what needs to change internally. That's good. That is good. That is good. All right. Um, what else has it helped you with this series? All right. Uh, this, how this series has helped you in your relationships, friendships, etc. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. I had to stop. Um, I had to stop thinking. All right. And I think you're saying you have to question yourself, which is good. It's good. Help me understand. All right. Agape love. Well, agape is the love God has for people. All right. Agape is the love that God has for people. Um, that's an unconditional love. Only God can give agape. Christians, um, I've uh, talked about that in our last series last year. This is good though. I was, I was loving selfishly, loving others in my own love language. This is good. This is good. Um, identify the spirits behind people. Yes. All right. That's good. Has given me understanding of love and how to end cycles. This is good. The attack on love was an attack on my faith. Now that's deep, right? Learn that the way I was communicating is wrong. Learn to communicate better. Show me what love is. Show me how to love myself and how to love others. But how many of you, um, you was the greatest eye-opening, one, that you had a love issue with God? Two, you had a love issue with people. Or three, you had a love issue with yourself. Or four, all of them. All right? One, how many have you learned from this series that you had a love issue with God? Just drop a one in the comments. Two, how many of you did you learn that you had a love issue with yourself? Three, how many of you learned that you had a love issue with God? Drop a four in the comments if you had a love issue with everybody or all three. That's good. This is good. That's good. You got to be honest. When you when you are honest, you are able to grow. This is good. When you're honest, you're able to grow. I have to go back and apologize to people. That's good on how I've handled things wrong. This is good. Love issue with people and yourself. Okay, drop a, drop a one, two, three, or four in the comments for me. That's what I need you to do. Drop that in the comments for me. One two, three, or four. One, two, three, or four. For all areas, this is good. All of them. Um, which of them, here's my next question, which of them was the most difficult to change or the most difficult, um, I don't say difficult to change, the most difficult to confront? Which one was the most difficult to confront? Was it one, two, three, or four? One with God, two with people, three with yourself, four, all of them. Which is the most difficult to confront? Because sometimes it can be difficult to confront that the truth is sometimes you say you love God, but you just really have strong like for him. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments, which means by very definition, God says you cannot love me and just do your own thing. You cannot love me and just do your own thing. Shout out to those of you that have used badges to sew. Normally it gives me my badge count. I can't see my badge count, uh, but normally it gives me that. That's good. All right. Two and three. This is good. All right. How many of you, um, tomorrow's the last message in this series, but how many of you feel like at the end of this month, you feel like you love better? You're not where you want to be, 
but you can thank God that you are not where you used to be. Come on, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. You may not be where you doggone want to be, but you can show enough say that you are not where you used to be. You feel like you love better. I do. I do. My hand is up. I absolutely feel like, uh, believe that I do. And can I tell you, it is always a process. It is a process to make progress. Somebody needs to write that in the comments. It is a process to make progress. So you are always going to have um, a situation where when you're trying to make progress in any area of your life, it's a process. It's not going to be necessarily overnight. And you have to be okay with that. Can I get some of you who like everything to happen right away? You like everything to happen immediately? Can I get a few of you? This is simply type on the screen. I'm okay with the process. I'm okay with the process. I'm okay with the process. Um, that was our message on Wednesday. It was love better. Um, and love better, what have we been doing this whole series? Looking at how we've loved, learning, and then loving better. You're never going to do something better until you look at where you went wrong. Can I encourage you all to have a practice in your life with love, but every area of your life? It is called a debriefing. A debriefing, a daily debriefing. What does that mean? It literally means you evaluate the day. You evaluate what went right. You evaluate what went wrong. You evaluate what you can do different. You are never going to become a person of excellence until you have a daily debriefing. Because the only way I can make tomorrow better is if I see where, where today was not good. It's got to be the same thing with love. It's got to be the same thing in business. It's got to be the same thing on your job. It's got to be the same for every leader, for every business owner. If you are not having a daily debriefing, what's going to happen is you're going to consistently repeat the same things over and 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 over again. And I need some of y'all to be okay with the fact that this is not going to be a year of cycles and circles. You're not about to go through the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. Now, that's good. I keep a journal of daily briefing. That's good. Now, let me just be clear. Journaling is recording, and that's good. Um, diaries, stuff like that, that's recording. That's good. A debriefing is very specific in that you are saying, this went right, this didn't. This went good, this didn't. This was great, this was not. You have to be honest with yourself because the only way that you're going to get better is you have to see where you weren't great the first time. Um, that's super important. So in that message, love better, um, I talked to you that love isn't the issue. Everybody's been hurt. Everybody's been lied to. Everybody's been lied on. Everybody's had all of that happen. You are not alone. So one, you have to feel okay with the fact that everybody has been through the same thing. What happens is love isn't the issue. The issue is who you love, how you love, and why you love. Who you love. Y'all remember that song? Who do you love? Who do you love? Why, how do you love? And why you love. Can, be, can contain issues you have to let go. And we dealt with this on Wednesday. Number one of who do you love. Um, I taught you that a technical knockout is, is not actually a real knockout. In boxing... You didn't actually get knocked to the ground. What happens is the referee, a third party will say, I don't think you can go on. And for some of you, the referee has been other people. You've let them label you and say, you can't possibly go. You can't possibly trust again. You can't possibly get married again. You can't possibly date again. You can't possibly have friends again. You can't possibly try again because watch me. They have decided that you are in a TKO, but you can't take that label. 
For some of you, you have taken that label on yourself. You have taken that label on yourself and you have been the referee to say, I can't do this. Yes, you can. Look at me. You were built to love. The Bible says that God is love. So we cannot say we love God, yet we do not love people. Jesus is the greatest commandments. He said the first one is to love you, Lord your God, with all your mind, heart, soul, strength. Second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. This is why at Harvest we have this phrase, love God. We even have a hand movement. Love God. Y'all got to find the emojis for it. Love God, love people, and love life, right? Um, the reason that we say that is because that's the whole Bible. You get those three, you got the whole Bible. Consequently, though, what happens is, is the opponent in a TKO, the opponent is not actually who you're fighting. The opponent is the enemy. And I taught you on Wednesday, learn to deal with the spirit behind people and not get caught up fighting people. Ephesians six twelve. We are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. We're not. Listen, your spouse is not who you're in a fight with. Look, listen to me. Your kids are not who you're in a fight with. Your friends are not who you're in a fight with. The Bible says that's not who we're fighting. He says, but evil rulers and authorities uh, uh, um, of the unseen world, mighty powers in the dark world, evil spirits in heavenly places. Now pay attention. I talked to this on Wednesday. If you're dealing with the evil ruler, what does that say about you? The fact that you eat, what does evil mean? Can I teach you for a moment? Evil in Hebrew, the language of our Old Testament, it's the word ra, R-A, of which means contrary to. So evil is not a devil with a pitchfork walking around. Evil is anything that is opposing your forward progress. Pay attention. It says we're not fighting against uh, flesh and blood. You're not fighting people. What you are fighting is against evil rulers, things that are contrary to you. Watch me but it's a ruler. Well, why send a ruler against a regular person? Look at me. You're not regular. This is why since you were a child, you have always dealt with enemies and evil that was bigger than you. If I'm talking to you, talk back in these comments. You have always dealt with evil things that are bigger than you. You always had somebody in a position four or five above you uh, that hated you without cause. You always dealt with people that were supposed to protect you that did not cover you. You've always dealt with evil that's been bigger than you because you are not a regular person. Hear me. The Bible says if you're fighting evil rulers. Listen, that must mean you are somebody. I need for some of y'all to stop sleeping on yourself. I need you to type it on the screen. I am somebody. You're the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. You're the curse breaker in your bloodline. You're the history maker in your bloodline. Like you are a whole why would the enemy need to send a ruler against you? Why would he just send a regular? Because you're not regular. Then it says authorities of the unseen world. When you think of authorities, when you think of authorities, um, you, you may think of the term, you know, that may, you may equate that to police. So you may equate that to some form of law enforcement. So pay attention. He says your fight is with evil rulers. Number one, you're not regular because a ruler came against you. Number two, you're dealing with authorities who are there to try to enforce, watch me, some type of a law. <laughs> Pay attention. And I don't mean law in a good way. I mean, they're trying to enforce some type of principle to use it against you. This is why they say when they're arresting someone, whatever you say can or will be used against you in a court of law. When you think of authorities that are against you, of the unseen world, they are literally trying to use your the situation that you're dealing with with people against you. And what did I teach you? Galatians 5, 6, 
says that faith works by love. So faith is fueled by love. So when our faith is stronger, uh, our faith is stronger when we love better. So why do we have all these issues with people? We have all these issues with people because literally it is the enemy trying to come after your faith. The issue is not, watch me, it is not people. It's after your faith. I love those emojis y'all are coming up with. They're after, the enemy's after your faith. I'm going to back it up so you hear me again. It says, you're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. You are fighting against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Why is this important? Galatians 5, 6. It says, faith works by love, which means my faith is fueled by my love. So if I'm offended, if I'm hating, if I'm mad, if I want to beat somebody here to the white meats, you're not talking to me. If I want to go there, what happens is you pull me out of love. If you pull me out of love, that means you have now defunded my faith. You have now removed the fuel from my faith. You have now taken away what my faith needs because my faith, literally that word works there is inner jail where we get our word energized or go from one stage to the next. Let me tell you why some of y'all are stagnant. You're not stagnant because you're stupid. You're not stagnant because you're not spiritual. You're not stagnant uh, because you're not brilliant. You are amazing. But you want to know why you're stagnant? It's because your love is empty. And because your love is empty, your faith does not work. Who am I talking to tonight? Who am I talking to tonight? You want to know, why am I not going anywhere? Because you have bitterness in your heart. That's why. Why am I not going anywhere? Because you have issues that you have unresolved. You have unforgiveness. Your love literally is defueled. Your faith, excuse me, is defueled because your faith works by love. Who am I talking to? If this is blowing your mind, give me that mind-blowing emoji. Your faith is fueled by love. So you think that's just my cousin acting crazy. No, that's the enemy. Talk to me, y'all. That's the enemy behind your cousin trying to rob you of your future. Watch me. TKOs, love TKOs. They're after your faith to ruin your future. And your future needs you to love better. It's bigger than love. It's bigger than you saying, I need time to process this. While you are busy processing something, then what the enemy is doing is he says, but you're going to stay stagnant because you have no faith. Your faith has no fuel. Your faith has no fuel. I ordered um, this electric car because I want to go all electric. And while I ordered this electric car, it's going to take a little time for them to build it. So I said, I want to get used to electric. So I said, in the meantime, I want to I go hybrid. So I don't want to go hybrid so I can get used to, you know, electric and all of that and, and get, you know, plugging it up and all that. So I want to get used to that. I want to just get used to the difference. I said, I want to get used to that. So I, I did this hybrid little thing just for a few months while they're building this electric car. And what's amazing to me, just in the little short time I've had it, I was like, dog, I said, this thing takes a long time to charge. I said, this thing takes forever to charge. It's the same way with your faith. Your faith, watch me, it's literally charged up. It's fueled by love. But if the enemy can get you fighting with people, mad with people, angry with people, then what happens is it does not charge. Who am I talking to? There's no charge for your faith. So every time you want to every time you want to uh, 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 believe for something, you're not going to do it. And you keep saying, you know, it's the enemy trying to stop my vision. It's, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Look at me, look at me, look at me. It's bigger than just right now. It's about your future. Your future needs you to love better. 
This is why people will start stuff with you and you're like, you know what? How many of you can be honest? You can have issues with people that can take up hours out of your day. Like the issue is over, but you're still thinking about it later today. My hand is up. My hand is up. You can't just way up here. How many of you, you can have issues with people and you do like me. I do this. All right. Talk to me. Talk to me. Um, you, um, you can be talking through how you're going to handle an issue and it will take up a large part of your day. You're going through your day and your mind has been consumed with how you're going to handle a situation with somebody. My hand's up. Right? So what the enemy says, he says, I got you distracted. I have you distracted because your faith is fueled by love. Period. And if you are, watch me, if you're offended, you cannot love. If you're ticked off, you cannot love. If you're angry, you cannot love. So guess what? Your faith doesn't work. And First Timothy says, fight the good fight of faith. Well, you can't even fight the fight of faith if you ain't got no gas. You can't fight the fight of faith if your battery's not charged. You can't. You can't. You cannot do it. Uh, Hebrews 11 and 6, without faith, it's impossible to please him. So what does this mean? The enemy says, you're going to stay stagnant. Oh, I'm about to teach you. This is a good question. How do you beat it? I got you. You will stay stagnant and you'll be frustrated at God, but you won't be pleasing God. And, and you're like, God, what's wrong? What's this disconnect? God is like, you're letting all of these issues with these people get in between us. Because your faith has no fuel. Your faith has no fuel. This is so good. Oh, that's good. Oh, my God. That's a great question. How do you charge a broken battery? This is so good. So, so here it is. You ready? You're going to have to learn. And, and I want to encourage you again. Can somebody put that back up? If you don't have our app, get our apps. app. Text HARVEST to 877-552-4746 to get Wednesday's message. When it comes to who you love, you're going to have to make the decision. You ready? That they're, 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 first of all, there's three types of relationships. Number one, milk. Number two, wine. Number three, poison. Milk is not meant for adults. The lack of... Um, adults don't have the lactase that's necessary. M many adults don't have the lactase to digest the lactose that's in milk. In fact, if you're an adult and you have the ability, uh, I've taught on this before in a message called milk, wine, poison, milk, wine, or poison. Um, if you're an adult and you have the ability to actually digest, digest the lactose, that actually means there's been a, um, there has been an augmentation in your DNA because adults are not supposed to be able to consume the lactose that's um, that's in milk because we don't have the lactase. Children do, however. Pay attention. This means some relationships, they start good like milk, but over time they begin to spoil. They begin to spoil, watch me, and they begin to spoil for lots of reasons. Some of the reason is because the assignment's over. For some of you, you, you took people and you, they, this was supposed to be a temporary assignment and you made it a permanent relationship. Wow, it's quiet right there. Second type of relationship is wine. Wine gets better over time. But here's what I discovered in my study is that wine sometimes have some bitter notes and some sweet notes, which means love is not, look at me, love is, there's going to be moments where the people you love, you are mad at them. You're angry at them. You're frustrated at them. But what love does is say, but what I'm not going to do is walk away from them. Come on. Y'all remember that song? Don't walk away from love. What I'm not going to do, you know, we're going to talk. We're going to deal with this. But what we're not doing is we're not going to not be friends unless you betrayed me. Now, that's different. 
Other than that, we finna sit down and we finna deal with this. See, watch me. Some of you, you know whether what it really is after there's conflict. You can't possibly trust it until it's been tested. You can't. You can't. This is why for people we talk about, you you know somebody two, three months, and I'm in love with them. You're nuts. You are drinking Drano. It's impossible. You can't be. The reason you cannot be is because it's not been tested. So you cannot trust it. Because when it's wine, there may be some bitter notes. There'll be some moments where you're like, I can't stand them. And you know what? And then you're going to call them and say, you know what? You really frustrated me earlier today, but I love you. And we're going to go eat and fix this. Come on. We're about to start this 21 day fast on Monday. We're going to go have some smoothies and fix this. Come on here. We're about to have, go have some uh, vegan burritos and fix this. That's love. Everybody look at me. You need the test. You need things to, to go wrong because even love has bitter notes. It's, look at me. It's not going to be perfect. You're not going to like them all the time. You're going to be frustrated. There's going to be sometimes you're like, you know what? I see them calling and I will, I will call them back tomorrow. Not right now. And when you call tomorrow, you deal with it. See, this is the reality. We have to have this conversation because some people think that, you know, when you love anyone in any, any type, that it has to be perfect all the time. Come on, y'all. That's not true. And the third relationship type is poison. Poison, once it's ingested, it is designed to destroy. And for many, you got to hear me. For many, um, there are people who were coming to your life. There's a message I did years ago called the spirit of Lilith. And I want to encourage you. Um, I want to encourage you. Uh, to, to go look at it up, look at it in our YouTube or our app or our website. Um, and you can look at that because I, I, there's a whole revelation there about Adam. You all think, many of you think that Eve was Adam's first wife. She was not. She was the second. It's right there in your Bible. Um, there's a reason why Adam handled Eve the way he handled her and he did not lead her. He did not lead her because he was afraid of rejection because he had already dealt with rejection from his first wife. Her name is Lilith. It's right there in your Bible. That's that those messages will teach that to you. But um, there's a reason that he was passive. There was a reason he did not stand up and be strong. Um, and what the assignment of Lilith was, was to literally poison him. So that, watch me, in his second relationship with Eve, um, that literally he cannot perform. Oh my God, because he's been poisoned. Everybody look at me. How many people... Have you been in relationship with or friendship with that cannot perform because they've been poisoned? Jesus, they cannot perform because they've been poisoned. They can't give you loyalty because they've been poisoned by somebody that's gone. They've been poisoned by somebody that's gone. Literally, the spirit of Lilith is uh, anthropomorphized in, uh, in the form of an owl, an owl. Um, and what an owl will do is an owl will use its beak and and it would the way that it would attack it would be to attack uh, um, the 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 dealing with the mind in that message I teach about that. So literally, a poison a poison a person's mind gets poisoned. And when a person's mind gets poisoned, they can't perform for you because their mind has been poisoned. Got it? Because because you're gonna deal with milk wine or poison. Because the question was, well, Bishop, how do you how do you how do you love? You know, uh, how do you love? How do you love if you've been broken? How do you love if you've been doing that? 
Well you, you, well, you need to first identify what is it, milk, wine, or poison? Milk, wine, or poison? Which is this? Okay? You got to do that. Right, but I encourage some of you all to go watch that message, Spirit of Living. Get your whole life. There's so much revelation in that, especially for men. Um, there's so much revelation in that. Okay? It's the Spirit of Lilith. All right, you gotta go, you gotta get that. There's a part one and a part two. The revelation on that is amazing, all right? Who do you love? Who do you love? Question, how do we get unpoisoned? That, those messages, milk, wine, and poison, I teach you how to do that. Because there's some poisons that simply, it's gonna take, you're gonna have to flush it out with water. Water represents the spirit. There are some things that are gonna require repeated, um, ref repeated spiritual flushing. What does that mean? You're going to have to have hands laid on you 50, 11 times. You're going to have to pray over the same thing 50, 11 times. What does 50, 11 mean? A whole bunch of times. Sometimes we pray about things once and we have this mentality like, well, it should have already happened. But you're going to have to learn how to persist spiritually. You're going to have to learn how to persist. The Bible says in Luke 18, 1, and men out to always pray and not lose their mind. And then it talks about this woman who kept going to the judge over and over and over and over and over again. Look at me, saying the same thing. Give me justice. Give me justice. Give me justice. Give me justice. And eventually, the judge said, if she don't stop messing with me, some of y'all have to do the same thing. Some of y'all have to do the same thing. It's going to be repeated. The other thing, too, is, is if you've been poisoned... Is, is one just recognizing that. Because some, you, you will turn poison into policy. Let's talk about this. You'll turn being poisoned into policy. What do you mean, Bishop? It will become a policy for how you live life. But that was just one poison experience. See, that's like saying, I'm never washing clothes again because I put bleach in some colored clothes. Okay, so you're just going to walk around stinking? I mean, really? No, you can't do that. You'll turn it into policy. I don't trust nobody. Are you serious? You can't do that. You have to trust somebody. So the issue isn't love. The issue is who do you love? Do you love? I did a message called Love Down. Don't love down. Somebody said, I need some water. Don't love down. Do you love pigs and dogs? Jesus said something so powerful. He says, do not give what's holy to the dogs. Do not cast your pearl before swine. I want you to understand, Jesus Christ, who everybody likes to say, he's, oh, he's about love and all of that. But one, you need to read your Bible because Jesus said, I came to start a fire. Jesus said, I came to turn mother against daughter. Jesus said, I came with a sword. Like Jesus did not say, I came for world peace. Everybody look at me. He did not say he came for peace. Okay, this is deep. You ready? You got a lot of people who are saying, we're just praying for peace. We're praying for peace. He never said he came to bring peace. Where are you getting this from? He's the God of peace. He will give you peace that surpasses all understanding. But he did not say that's what he came to bring. So there's a lot of people, we just need to pray for this. For this. I'm not praying for that. You want me to pray against God? He didn't say he came for that. If I told you I'm coming to your house to clean it, and, 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 and then you, you start praying, Lord, just let everything be peaceful and stay as it is. No, we finna pull that stove out. Y'all not saying nothing to me. We finna pull that stuff against the wall. We finna dust up high. We finna get, we finna get to the deep. No, we, why would we pray against what he said? 
That's a whole nother life for a whole nother day. All right. We'll deal with that in Monday night prayer. All right. Look at this. Jesus Christ, he calls certain people pigs and dogs. He did. He did. I did a message. Again, I'm telling you, I did it. Wow. This is way a long time ago. June 1, 2016. This is a while ago. Ooh, but I keep these notes. Um, June 1, 2016. Called Don't Love Down. For some of you, the challenge is um, who you love is you love down. You love pigs and dogs. You love, what does a dog do? A dog returns to their vomit. You love people who repeatedly make the same mistakes. Watch me. But they pull you in. And now their mistakes becomes your life. For some, you love pigs. Pig there is the word sow, S-O-W. Not so, but sow. Spelled the same, but pronounced differently. Uh, and what's interesting about that, uh, when you look at this, that word sow there, um, when you look at this, it means this. Um, it, it, deals, it deals with, it's the same root word is hyena. Um, and if you all remember hyenas, uh, if you remember the movie Lion King, who remembers Lion King? A lion, with Lion King, the hyenas had an allegiance to Scar. Scar's name, um, it, from that movie, Scar's name, it means trash. So the hyenas had a loyalty to trash. Pay attention, which means for some of you, you have alliances and loyalty to people and their loyalty is to trash. Their loyalty is not to you. Their loyalty is to trash. And you keep getting frustrated because you keep trying to help them come up. They don't want to come up. They like trash. And look at me. You're not trash. You ready? Let's go deeper. So the internal fight you sometimes have is why won't they do me right? Well, that's because you're not trash. They're loyal to trash. You're not that. That's why. They're going to do trash right. They're not going to do you right. This is too much. Okay. Who do you love? It's an important question. You cannot get into a fight with people. Um, so is it milk, wine, or poison? You love pigs or dogs? A couple of things. Let me just give you this and then we're going to move on. You can't try to fight people or fix people. You can't fight them. We just, I just taught you that. Ephesians 6.12. But no one can you fix people. A lot of the times, can, especially can I say this to women? Many times women, you, your, your maternal instincts sometimes you like to use everywhere and they don't belong everywhere. You like to bring that into friendships. You, you are not your friend's mama. You like to bring that into dating relationships. So you'll get a man that you have to mother and then get mad that, you're, that you have to, but you picked a man because that's what you wanted to do. It's quiet in here. You have to be careful. You have to be careful. Um, sometimes if you're very paternal, fellas, if you're very paternal, you will get people, you want to be everybody's daddy. Well, you're not everybody's daddy. Please learn that from me. Okay, trust me, you may view them as a son or a daughter, but it doesn't mean that they will honor you as a father. Jesus. You may provide paternal coverage for them, but it does not mean that they will provide that for you. Wow. Right? So you can't fight people or fix people. 
You have to accept what they are. You have to accept what they are and decide whether or not that's a fit for your future. Whew. You have to accept what they are and decide whether or not that's a fit for your future. That's it. It's just, this is the package. Now, look, this is the package. Now, do you accept this or not? Because if you keep trying to turn this into this, you're going to be mad. You're going to be angry. You're going to, this, is, this is not this. It's not. It's not. Well, prayer can, prayer can change things. What does that have to do with this? Where does Jesus say, I want you to pray that somebody becomes something different than what they are? Where does he say that? Can you give me a chapter and a verse for that? Well, he calls things to be not as though they were. Things, not people. But let's just ride with it. Let's just ride with it. You can speak life into people. You can speak. That's, you can do that. But do you want your entire life to be that you fought to turn black cases into lime green cases? Like, is this the story you want your life to be? Is this the story you want your life to be? When you're 70 and 80 and 90, do you want your life story to be that you spent a bunch of time trying to get people to become something that they were not? Okay, everything with Jesus is possible. Not everything is probable. Can I give you the best example of this? Because I know Christians, yes, we're people of faith, but the fight of faith is not necessarily supposed to be used to fight to get somebody to become what they are not. Here's the best example. Y'all ready for this? Judas. Can I ask you some questions? Why did Jesus never ever pray for Judas to change? Why did Jesus never ever confront Judas? He never did. He never confronted. He never once said, Judas, why are you doing me like this? Why are you betraying me? He never once did that. Why did he not lay his hands on Judas and say, I command the spirit of betrayal to come out of you? Why did he not, why did he not do that? Y'all listen to me tonight? Judas' name prophesies what he was. He was milk that turned into poison. He was milk that turned into poison. How do you know that, Bishop? It's very, very, very simple. Number one, Judas' name, first of all, Judas means peephole in a door. That's what his name means in Greek, peephole in a door. So Judas was literally a peephole into the life of Jesus so that the Pharisees, Sadducees, which made up the Sanhedrin, was like basically um, the, the, the Hebrew religious court. They were the peephole into his life. But number two, a peephole into a door means that you are seeing into something and there's a whole room, there's a whole home there. So Judas, betrayal literally was a peephole into the future for Jesus. In other words, on the other side of betrayal, was always something much bigger. Can I get those of you who have dealt with some betrayal in the last 24 months of your life, can I just get you to type this word on the screen, but it's gonna be bigger. Or just do this, just type the word bigger. Betrayal is always to peep into the door of bigger. But secondly, he's the son of Iscariot. So his surname is Iscariot. Judas Iscariot. Iscariot means traitor. So he's a peephole in a door that's a traitor. Look at me. That's who he was. So Jesus did not spend any of his time 
trying to change him from who he was. And I want you to think about that because Jesus, why did he spend time with Peter? Peter was arrogant, but he wasn't a traitor. Come on now. I feel like preaching. Peter ran his mouth too much, but he wasn't a traitor. Look at me. Peter was a liar, but he wasn't a traitor. Y'all better talk to me. What do you mean he's a liar? He denied Jesus. He said, I don't know the man. I don't know the man. I don't know the man. But he was not a traitor. Why did he spend time with Thomas, who was a doubter? Because while he was a doubter, he was not a traitor. He was not a traitor. If people are disloyal, they're normally disloyal to themselves. So how can they give you loyalty? How can they give you loyalty? How can they give you loyalty? Okay. And some of you are like, well, I just don't know. Can I ask you a question? Have you ever prayed to ask God though? Like, have you ever prayed and said, Lord, who is, is this person milk, wine, or poison? Ask God and then it's going to be clear. What are they? If they're milk, it's going to get spoiled real soon. If they're wine, it's going to get better over time. There's going to be a little bit of some bitter notes in it, but it's going to be better. If they're poison, it's going to be immediately toxic and they got to go. They got to go. You ask the Lord. You know why many people don't ask the Lord? You ready? It's because they're afraid of the answer. You're afraid of the answer. Because if they are poison, that means they got to go. Because then if they poison you, you ready for this? If they poison you after you know they're poison, then you actually, then that was an act of suicide. I'm going to back that thing up. If they poison you after you know they're poison, that's an act of suicide. You did that. They didn't. You did that. They didn't. You, I'm going to say it a third time. You did that. They didn't. Sometimes people don't pray those things because they're afraid of the answer. Some people will not pray, Lord, reveal my enemies. You know why? Because you're going to be shocked at who they are. There's some scary prayers to pray. But can I push you? This is about to be the best year of your life yet. So I need you to pray some scary prayers. I need you to pray some scary prayers. Why? So that you can get to your destination quickly. Why? Because the Bible says, when you know what Jesus told Judas to do? He said, do what you do and do it quickly, Mark. Hurry up. In other words, let's move this along. John 4, 15 says, and when they had came to make him king, when they had came to make him king by force, when they came to make him king, when they came to make him king by force, John 6, 15, excuse me. When they came to make him king, he was like, hurry up and make me king already. I'm ready to go up. Come on. I need you to prophesy over your life. Say, and my next 12 will be my best 12. Hurry up, please. Move this along. Shout out to those of you that are sewn on badges. It's ton of you. I just, for whatever reason, it's not showing me my account, my account anymore. Okay. Who do you love? Second question I asked you in Wednesday's message was, why do you love? Why do you love? Um, why do you love the people that you love? This is super important. Mark 24, 10 says, and many will fall away. Not everybody. They'll betray one another. They'll even hate one another. So fall, betrayal, and hatred. Jesus told you up front, these three things are going to happen. So can I be honest with you? Praying against those three things is lunacy. Because he told you up front, this is what's going to happen. 
Instead of praying against people falling away, instead of praying against betrayal, instead of praying against people hating on you, instead say, God, show me how to handle it. Can we pray that? Let's go now. Father, show us how to handle when people fall away. Show us how to handle when people betray us. Show us how to handle when people hate on us. It's futile to pray against what you already prophesied, Lord. Some of y'all praying, Lord, just don't let nobody fall away from me. That's crazy. Jesus already told you some people are going to. It's going to be some people that start 22. Look at me. Look at me. There's going to be some people who started 22 with you that are not going to end 2022 with you. And I need you to be okay with that. Come on. Type it on the screen. And I'm good. There's going to be some people. We're almost done. Who are going to betray you. We just talked about Judas. And you need to say, and I'm good. There's going to be some people who hate on you. And the reason they hate on you is, is watch me, a sense of injury. That, that word hatred there. Is this Greek word that means love less. They're going to punish you with hostility because they fear you. They're angry. They have a sense of injury. They feel like you did some wrong to them, even though you haven't done anything to them. And you have to be okay with that. I'm good. And I'm good. And I'm good. I'm leaving you. And I'm good. I'm walking out. And I'm good. Listen, it doesn't mean that you, that one of my, um, one of my, favorite TV shows that I used to love to watch. And um, in the early days of the apprenticeship, it used to be required watching for the apprenticeship. The apprenticeship and harvest is our leadership development program and, um, uh, uh, and course. And one of the, one of the movie or shows I used to love was West Wing. Anybody remember that? West Wing? I used to love West Wing. And in West Wing, the chief of staff to the president, one day, one of the um, people was threatening to resign. And the chief of staff, <clears throat> chief of staff told this person that was threatening to resign. Hey, listen, and I don't remember her name. I'm just going to make up a name. I'm going to use one of my church character names. Darlene. Darlene, the president loves you. He really does. He says, the president loves you. He really does. Um, he says, but at the end of the day, um, but at the end of the day, if you resign, he's going to shed a tear and then he's going to say, what's next? He's going to shed a tear and then he's going to say what name? It's an old show. It's an old show. I didn't actually start getting into it. I, I found it on Netflix. I never watched it when it was live. And for some of y'all, watch me, especially those of you that are leaders and entrepreneurs and business owners, you got to hear me. You got to hear me. You got to hear what I'm saying. You have to have that attitude. People, well, you know, so-and-so going to go, well, we don't want, listen, I may shed a tear, maybe, probably not. I may shed a tear. And when I say you, 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 you got to do, you know, you know, you, you got to decide what you're going to, you know, is it emotional to you? Did you love him? Did you care? You're going to, you may shed a tear and then you got to say, now what's next on the agenda? What are we going to do next? What's next? Who's going to sit in that seat? Do we have somebody sitting in that seat? You got to keep it moving. Come on. Can I get you to type this on the screen? Keep it moving. Keep it moving. You cannot get stuck and you cannot get stagnant. Jesus already told you this was going to happen. You can't. You can't. And look at me. And you don't beg anybody to stay. I need you to type down. It's not that you're too proud to beg, but watch me. You're too spiritual to beg. Why would I beg you to stay in a seat when God can put somebody better in the seat? I'm not begging you. This is not a James Brown song. This ain't no Keith Sweat song. I'm not going to moan and groan to you. Baby, don't go. Baby, back. And that, that, look at me. 
And that doesn't mean you don't care. That doesn't mean you don't love. It just means Jesus told me this was going to happen. So I asked him to help me how to deal with this up front. That was one of the things as a pastor, I had to learn how to deal with up front. Because I early in my pastorate, I used to take that personal. I used to take stuff like that very personal. And, I, and then it would make me doubt my call. Because, it, it, you know, you can deal with that. And it'll make you say, well, are you really called? Are you really? I'm talking to a few of you on here, even right now, that your issues with people are making you doubt your call. Wave at me right now. I'm about to cover you in prayer. I'm about to cover you in prayer. There's a few of you that some of your people issues have made you doubt your call. Wave at me right now. If I'm talking to you right now, wave at me. Wave at me. Where your, Some of your issues with people have made you doubt. God, am I even supposed to do this? Am I even called? Am I even supposed, like, am I even, mm -mm, I got you. I'm coming to get you right now. Father, I pray for those that have lifted their hands and I pray, God, that they would not allow issues with people to make them doubt their call or what they are created to do. I pray, God, that they would recognize you already prophesied. Some will fall away. Some will betray them and some will hate them. We're still supposed to love. And Father, we're going to love and keep it moving. We're going to bless and we're going to step forward in what you have ordained. I pray you would not let issues with people. People did not call you. So you cannot let people be why you quit. In Jesus' name, amen. We got to go. It's 950. Look at what Jesus said. He says, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. This means... That you will have many people that prophet there just means voice. So many false voices will arise. So what will happen is you're saying many false voices will arise. And these false voices are going to make people feel right, even though they're wrong. This is why people can apologize to you on Monday. And then by Friday, you'd be like, what? Anybody ever seen that? Like, it's y'all on the same page on one day. And then later on, you're like, what is this? What is this? Is because they got on the phone with somebody, they got on a FaceTime with somebody who made them feel right, even though they were wrong. That's what that means there. And because lawlessness will be increased, what does lawlessness mean? Blatant iniquity, blatant transgression, blatant sin. Let me teach you that. What is iniquity? It is generational sin that's passed down and around. What is transgression? To willfully deviate from what you know to be right. What is sin? To make mistakes. Jesus said, people are going to blatantly say, I'm, this is how my daddy is. This is how all the men in my family are. They're going to blatantly be iniquitous. They're going to be, this is how the women are in our family. They're going to blatantly do it. They're going to literally hang their hat on, this is just how my family is. They're going to blatantly transgress. They're going to know they're not supposed to do that. And they're going to blatantly transgress. And they're going to blatantly sin against you. Bible says, you ready? It's going to increase. Wow. This is why, how many of y'all have said, I just, you know, people don't act like they used to. Wait a minute. Like if you said something like that, like people on some new stuff today, people doing new stuff. I remember when people used to be Lord. I remember, wait a minute, if you said anything like that. I remember when people used to be Lord. I remember when this, I remember when that, I remember that. Jesus already told us up front, it's going to increase. People are going to act crazy and it's going to increase. Look at me. If you're in the world praying, Lord, let it decrease, 
You were literally praying, it's futile. He told you it's going to increase. That's why there needs to be people like you who watch me, who say, while the world may be increasing in this, I'm not part of that. I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. Come on, y'all. My lawlessness is not increasing. My lawlessness is decreasing. I'm not sinless, but I sin less. Right? Jesus literally said, this is going to get worse over time. Well, watch me. But you don't have to get worse over time. And he says, and because of this, the love of many is going to grow cold. It's going to, what does that mean? It's going to negatively change over time. And I said this to you on Sunday's message and Wednesday's message. So then the question becomes, well, then why love at all? You know why? We are built to love. But Ephesians 6, 8, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive from the Lord. Which means there's some people you're going to love and maybe you discover it's milk that got sour. Maybe you discover that it's wine. Maybe you discover that it's poison. Maybe you discover that it's poison. But look at me. But you didn't waste anything. You didn't. But look at me. You didn't. I wasted all that time helping her. You didn't. You didn't. I wasted all that time flying out there to see her. No, you didn't. I wasted all that time, you know, helping her with her business, helping him with it. You didn't. Come on. I need you to type that on the screen. I haven't wasted anything. I need you to speak that. Come on. I need you to speak that in the atmosphere. I did not waste anything. Why? Ephesians 6, 8 says, I will get it back from the Lord. I didn't waste anything. I didn't. You didn't waste anything. You didn't waste one moment of time. You didn't waste any money. You didn't waste any car rides. You didn't waste any support. You didn't waste any help. You didn't waste anything. Because Jesus said, I'm going to give it back to you. It's the seed that was sown. You haven't wasted anything. Because sometimes it takes time to see that the milk is spoiled. This is why we, I teach a lot on love, particularly in February, just because, you know, that's love month for many people. Um, but I've got tons of series. I want to encourage you, get our app, get the Relationship Revolution series. Those are amazing. There's a lot of teaching. And here's what you're going to get with Bishop Foreman. You're not going to get my opinion. You're going to get Bible. You're going to get Bible. And that's what you need. There's too many people on social media to, I feel this. I think this. I think this. Oh, my God. Shut up. What does the Bible say, man? That's what we need to hear. Finally, I asked you this question. How do you love? And uh, we looked at 1 John 4, 18, which says that love must be perfected, which means made mature. And many people, the how you love, you don't love in a good way. Maybe because you weren't shown how to love. Maybe because you weren't taught how to love or maybe what you were taught just wasn't good. Come on here. You're exactly right. We need facts, not feelings. I, when, pe when people say that to me, I just feel, can I be honest with you? When I hear the word feel, my ears disconnect. I'm like, oh God, here we go with some feelings. Not because I'm against feelings, but I'm, but I'm against feelings that aren't rooted in fact. I'm against, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this. Okay, but you can't live off of that. You know what? You can't live off of that. Um, you know, we're starting this 21 day and I want to encourage you, if you're just finding out about the 21 day Daniel fast, join us. It starts on Monday. Um, you can get all the instructions. I'll give them to you tomorrow morning at 9, 15, 11, 15 during church. Um, in terms of, uh, you can get the instructions or you can go to our website and get the QR code and you can download the fast instructions. But, um, so yesterday and today 
um, you know, I was doing what I call my ratchet eat, right? Normally, I, I eat about 1,500 calories a day. Um, I'm in this, I'm, I got a new fitness goal, and I'm, I'm virtually there. And, uh, and so I was doing ratchet eating yesterday and today. I mean, just all kind of bread and cheese and stuff. And, like, I was so tired. I was so tired um, that I said, love you too. I was so tired that uh, from eating like that, I was like, oh my goodness. I said, this is just awful. Like I was tired from eating like that. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because what happens, that's what I call it, it's my ratchet eating, um, it is that sometimes you know, when you operate off of feeling, what's going to happen is feelings feel good in the moment. And then Afterwards, when you're looking back, you're like, why did I do that? Wave them if you've ever had that happen. In the moment, feelings feel good. But I was like, I can't, I don't eat like this. I said, I can't even do it. I said, I, I may start early on our 21 days. I said, because this is just, I can't eat like this. Feelings feel good in the moment, but sometimes they don't feel good afterwards. Here's the last thing. You must articulate what you anticipate. And I encourage you all to take the love language test. I posted my results today uh, just because I want to encourage y'all, if you haven't taken it, to take it. You can get it. Um, go watch the message from Wednesday and you can take it. Um, uh, it's in there. And from Sunday, it's in there too. Uh, you get the QR code and take it. It's five love languages. It's a totally free test. Um, but I want to encourage you. You need to know your, lo your love languages and then you need to know the love languages of the people that you love. And, and listen, people say, oh, I know mine. Take the test. Take the test. Take the test. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure mine are this. No, you don't know. Take the test. And then when you take the test, people get shocked. Like, I couldn't even, I didn't even think that's what it was. You have to do that, okay? So that's how you love better. Tomorrow's message is going to be amazing. It's called Hours and Hours and Hours. Um, I got one minute, so I got to hurry up. Hours and Hours and Hours. And we're going to talk about how love, watch me. Love is an investment. It's an investment. Love is an investment. Can I get you to put it on the screen? It's an investment. Um, and at the end of the day, if you want to see 2022 be your best love year yet, I'm going to teach you what you're going to have to invest. I'm going to teach you what you have to invest. Oh, wow. Praise God. To God be the glory. Listen, guys, let's do two things real quick because it's 959. We got to go. If um, this blessed you tonight, you can sow into it. Where do you take it? Again, go to Wednesday's or Sunday's message and uh, you can get it right there in the message. You can get the QR code. It's five love languages, um, but you can get the QR code right from the message on Wednesday, right? How do I get the message? Get it in our app, our YouTube, our podcast. YouTube, well, podcast, you're not going to be able to see it, but you can do that. Love is an investment. Tomorrow, I'm going to deal with the investment because some of you, you're wanting to reap, but you have not sown what you want to reap. I'm going to teach you how to sow what you want to see. Mm. I'm going to teach you how to sow what you want to see. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to teach you how to sow what you want to see. Um, we're going to do that tomorrow. Tonight, if this blessed you, you can sow, you can use the badges. Shout out. I can't shout the number of you out because it's not showing me that tonight. Secondly, um, what you're also able to do, you can use the cash app, dollar sign, bishop form with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that. The email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Lastly, if you're on here tonight, you're not a Christian. You want to give your life to the Lord. Tonight's your night. 
if you say, Bishop, I've given my life to the Lord, but I want to come back to him. Um, I've not been faithful tonight, tonight. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure. On the count of three, I need you to just do one of two things. Do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Either one. Either one of those. Do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me when I count to three. And do it quickly. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right where you're at. Respond right where you're at. Just do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Wherever you are at. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Or be sure. There's the... There's the um, Thank you for putting that in there, the uh, URL for the test. But I want y'all to watch the message so you understand the power of the test. All right? I see you. I got you. I see you. Do that hand with emoji. See it? Say it's me. I'm going to count you down. Five, waiting on you. Four, three, waiting on you. Two, waiting on you. One. Hey, guys, can I encourage you to stay to the end of the live if it's blessed you? When you hop off while people are giving their lives to the Lord, it's kind of like walking out of church during the altar call. You want to stay for that moment because this is when people's lives are being changed. This is when people's lives are being changed. And you want to celebrate that. We At Harvest, that's something we celebrate. Everybody, everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to now run this race. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I encourage you? Text the word decision in the phone number 877-552-4746. They're gonna post it and I'm gonna pin it. If you just became a Christian, recommitted yourself to the Lord or you're now sure, text that word. Even if you watch on the replay, uh, we saw you tonight, nothing but love for you, no judgment. Everybody, I'll see you tomorrow on campus or online, 9.15, a.m. Mountain. That's 11.15 and 1.15 Eastern. Also, I'm super excited. Uh, we'll be announcing our next dates for Atlanta. Uh, we'll be announcing that um, here in the next few days. So I want to make sure that you stay connected for that, uh, for our next um, um, interest service in Atlanta as we're getting ready for that location. I'm excited about that. And then I also uh, want to read this testimony to y'all. Listen to this. This thing blessed me. This is from a pastor. Uh, it says, good evening, Bishop. I pray your day is going great. The word you spoke over my son in 2017 has come to pass. You specifically told him about someone he would meet and the letters were M and G. He met a young lady in 2018. I won't say her name. Uh, her name is thus and so. She's from thus and so, um, which lines up with what was prophesied. He proposed today. Blessings, Bishop. First Samuel 319 says, and the Lord was with the man of God. And he did not let one of his words fall to the ground. Let me leave you with this prophecy. And your next 12, come on, finish it, will be my, put that on the screen, my best 12. That's not going to fall to the ground. Put that on the screen. That's not going to fall to the ground. I need you to hold on to that thing. Hold on to that thing. And my next 12 will be my best 12. If you're driving, be safe. If you're driving, be safe. And my next 12 will be my best 12. Much love to you all. Again, if this bless you, go so. See you at church in the morning on campus or online. It's going to be amazing. It's the last message of the series. I can't wait to see what God does. Like I'm in anxious anticipation. It's the last message of our series. Wednesday, we start a brand new series called Stop. It's going to be great. I'll give you a preview of that on Tuesday. Love you. Shalom. Have a good night. We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. 
Discover how we're helping members save at usaa.com bundle. Restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.